Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. College football. ability to execute and for whatever reason week one's crazy man and I think Tennessee uh, they're going to be ready for this game though and so I, I think there's some things that we would like to take back and wish we did better in game one but you just have to learn from it you know and, and you got to put it away but learn as much as you can put it away and then move on to the next one and that's what I love about college football we're on to the next week and uh, that's where our focus is going. Kalani Sataki looking ahead to the game with Tennessee. Tennessee had a couple players leave the program Backup wide receiver Jordan Murphy's out, and the defensive back Terrell Bailey out also. Head coach Jeremy Pruitt announcing that. Tennessee limping into this, BYU limping into this, and uh, we can get into this later, PK, but just a huge game for BYU, 0-2. The way Tennessee lost to Georgia State would be a terrible start. This looks like a big opportunity. Like I care. It's 7 o'clock, and I want to rock. I want to get a belly full of beer. How was the concert? Excellent. And you saw Steve Klauke? She rolls behind me. Sweet. I saw tons of people there. Steve Klauke knocking out the fourth concert of his life. So there you go. sixth. Sixth, really? Look at him go. Fresno State added former Washington quarterback Jake Hayner to their roster. He's going to redshirt this year and then compete for the starting job with the Bulldogs next year. So. Like I care. My sister looks cute in her braces and boots. A handful of breeds in her hair. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Anybody, when you're talking about that kind of money, we're all overpaid. For what he has done, how he's worked, how he's utilized his skills, he's in the marketplace of where we are in pro sports and pro football. Was it important for you to be the highest paid running back in football? Uh, It was. Why? Um, Because I believe I'm the best. Jerry Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. After a whole preseason full of drama, look at that. He's got his money. Six years, $90 million, $50 million guaranteed. See, the problem with that, though, in a year or two, somebody else is going to get more. Yep. That does look like how it'll work. It's how it's been working for a while now. It don't much matter. But in this moment, he's got it. But if that's the case, then I fetch and darn well better be paid the highest in this company and radio. Because I'm the freaking best, and I know it. All right. I don't believe it. I know it. Head up the stairs after the show. Let me know how that goes for you. Well, I already am, so it's already there. Oh, good. (laughs) Sorry, big guy. (laughs) National Football League season starts tonight. It's the Packers and the Bears at 620 on NBC. No college football tonight. They're getting out of the way of the NFL opener. 100th anniversary of the founding of the league. And we'll have the Thursday night games here on the Zone Sports Network, including the game tonight between the Packers and the Bears. So set your fantasy football lineups. Here we go. Got anybody you want to pick? Start of the NFL season? Any shots you want to call? For my fantasy? I'm going to go no. Jared Goff. Oh, you think he'll be the best quarterback in the game? No, I think he'll rack up the most stats. They're the... Reigning NFL champions, though, according to the news station I was listening to on the way in this morning. Oh, really? (laughs) Oops. Comes as news. 
Why didn't we see that? Raiders uh, wide receiver Antonio Brown posted on social media a letter he received from the team that detailed $54,000 in fines for missing time during training camp. Brown went on social media, when your own team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now. Devil's a lie. Everyone got to pay this year, so we clear. A lot of caps, minimal punctuation. Missing a lot of linking linking verbs there. Well. Your linking verbs, they really, really put the sentence together. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And he hits a high, deep drive into left center field. Did he get it all? You bet he did. He was due, and due he did. Driving one into the lower deck and left center, his first home run of the season. Reds reliever Michael Lorenzen, becoming the first player since Babe Ruth to play in the outfield, hit a homer and be the winning pitcher. Notch the victory on the mound. Yuck, that's some old school baseball right right there. Reds beat the Phillies. Eight to five. Care about any of that? First player since Babe Ruth. Blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. It's sports, Dave. So I don't care at all about sports, my friend. It's all fun and games. Do I care about the movies? That's the way I view sports as entertainment, just like movies. But it's worth noting. So asking me if I care, the answer will always be no. The interest is it's a novelty. So it's certainly worth mentioning, as are the Dodgers set the record for the home runs, 250. Most most home runs in a season. Yeah. Diamondbacks yesterday became the first MLB team to have two switch hitters hit 30 or more home runs. So do I care about that? No. Home run records falling left and right. Worth noting? Yes. Diamondbacks beat the Padres 4-1. Actually had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. Manny Machado broke that up, but Zach Allen with a strong outing there. South Jersey's Mr. Dallin. Do you like to think of them as in the uh, on the edge of the wild card race, or is that too much? On the edge of 17. Let it sneak up on you. I mean, there's three games three out. Three games behind the Cubbies. 21 to go, I guess. Yep. Something like that. So they are. That's exactly where they are. Dodgers with all those home runs. Two of them came. Jock Peterson went deep twice. The Dodgers beat the Rockies 7-3. to three. DJ and PK. College basketball. So the NCAA... Isn't hearing any appeals, isn't happening, isn't having any of it. They're slamming the door, shutting the door. BYU's got to give up victories. Can't count them. 47 of them. They, they didn't the Cougars, get a chance to appeal? Uh, they did get to appeal, but they got shot down. NC's not having any of it. So BYU's got to uh, walk away from these wins. Take them down off the wall. Take them off Dave Rose's win total. BYU with a spirited defense put out a statement yesterday. Had everybody riled up on Twitter. Everybody? Lots of people. Who cares? <laughs> I don't. They didn't take away the Sweet 16. That was the highlight of the Dave Rose regime. So, hey, that's how I tend to remember college basketball. Did you go to the NCAA? Did you go to Sweet 16, Final Four, Elite Eight, whatever? Now, I spoke to Dave Rose yesterday, and he is in a great spot in his life. There you go. Quote, I should have retired earlier. 
<laughs> he's happy. He's content. He looks great. He looks like a million bucks. All the stress melting away, melting the years away. Yeah, we laughed about some other stuff, about some other guys undergoing stress right now. We'll leave it at that. Uh, but he, he's in a great spot. I'm, I'm really happy for him because he was like the first guy that I got to know when I first came to town that I actually thought, this guy's a good dude. And because he's coaching down at Dixie, and he used to call him and see who was, because in recruiting in those days, it was, it was a whole lot more difficult than it is now to find out who was hot in the junior college ranks. And then obviously he got moved up here. So I think he's a great dude. I'm glad he's not covering him so I don't have to critique his team anymore. <laughs> don't have to say anything negative right. after a I loss. really like the guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I've liked him for years. And I'm, I'm ecstatic for him. He was in here one day. You were doing something. You weren't here. He came in, and he looked like a million bucks then, and still does. Looks even better. Looks even more relaxed. Talked to his wife a little bit, and they're, they're, they're ecstatic. They so, traveling? Uh, yeah, here and there. Good. Doing things that they hadn't been able to do. And he's got grandkids in town, and he's loving life right now, so I, maybe this matters to him. I, I think it's silly, but... Really, in the end, what what does it matter? I think did they get a scholarship taken away? They did. It's for one year last yeah, year. Yeah. So I guess you know that mattered something. And this whole and Nick Emery went out on Twitter yesterday and said that Coach Rose had nothing to do with it. This was on him. And you know when the the watchdog broke the story and that morning was all funny because they thought they had the big anonymous source, but everybody knew who it was, and so I had it and. I said it, and I had multiple people from the watchdog calling me. You can't say it. Oh, I never gave anybody any anonymity. <laughs> you did. I didn't. <laughs> and so, and Nick's moved on. You know, I'm not sure he was going to play much this year. And so, as I understand it, he's remarried and has a stepson. And people make mistakes, so and nail them to the wall. And I, I think that if you repay everything, and then you have a personal penalty. You know, or you take it upon yourself to sit out. With all the corruption that's going on, seems like that's enough. But it, it, to me, this whole thing, and it's easy to crack on the NCA because there's no response. So you can be a tough guy. You know, crack on somebody local is a whole other story. Nobody wants to do that around here. We want to crack on the NCA because there's no accountability back and forth. And you can sound like a tough guy. But I, I view this situation as I'm... I'm a police officer, and I'm standing next to with a radar gun, a freeway, and every car is going over the speed limit. <laughs> some are going 50, some are going 20, some are going 100. And somebody's going to yeah. get pulled over. Which one do I pull over? But you literally can't pull everyone <laughs> over. <laughs> so whoever I pull over, the person, and I had a friend once say that to a cop, and it didn't go over well. He really? S- yeah, he said... Look at all these cars. <laughs> that you pulled me over. Look at look at all of them. We're standing here and look at all of them go by. Right. And, and oh, there's freeways where everybody's ten miles over the limit. Yeah, this We've is surface street, yeah. but uh, nevertheless, you know that's the point. And so they're never going to get a hold of this thing. And I've also had I've had coaches tell me just why they can't prove anything. Yeah, that's out there. Just yeah. lie because they're not an Keep investigative going. branch. Yeah. They're not equipped to do all that stuff. They don't have enough manpower. And, and don't yeah, don't plead guilty to anything. Right. Do not plead guilty. And Nick guilty. did. Nick said, yeah. Yeah, I did it. 
The boosters also walked in and said, yeah, I gave that money to and him. So if they would have lied, <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> and we're hearing about other coaches in college basketball today that aren't going to be penalized and got great recruiting classes and are going to make a strong run and then flame out. And then those guys are going to go on to the league and they're going to start it all over again. But everybody gets paid along the way. Yeah. So players are getting money under the table. Coaches are making gazillions. Shoe companies are making gazillions. And a few slobs who were assistant coaches, they got nailed. They're replaceable. The machine. Yeah. The machine grinds on. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, Josh Ward, radio host for WNML in Knoxville, Tennessee, host of the Locked on Vols podcast. He's going to join us at 8 o'clock. We'll get the lowdown on Tennessee with BYU going back there this week. Mike Weir, PK's golf partner and former Masters champion, will join us at 8.30. Christina Blunk, Pac-12 Network. She'll be on the sidelines for Northern Illinois and Utah. She'll join us at 9.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. NFL celebrates the 100th anniversary of the founding of the National Football League with the season opener tonight. It's the Packers and the Bears, 620. You can watch it on NBC. Listen to it on The Zone Sports Network. Houston Texans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins revealing in an interview with GQ that he wanted Houston to sign Colin Kaepernick in 2017 after Deshaun Watson tore his ACL. He said, I was so upset. Everybody needed to give Cap a look. He can help a team win. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks. It's not as good as Cap, but teams don't want the heat behind him. Major League Baseball, Yankees win again. Aaron Judge, Glaber Torres go deep. Yankees beat the Rangers 4-1. Red Sox beat the Twins 6-2. Mookie Betts homering twice for the Red Sox. Top of the Wire brought to you by Syringa Networks. Verizon customers, if you are recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They've got a full range of services. Call them today at 385-420-7881. That number again, 385-420-7881. That's Syringa Networks. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. With BYU all the way on this one. If you wanted to have some sort of punishment because your player and your booster technically did have some illegal interaction, that's one thing. But two whole years of that for something like this, I think that's pathetic. No, I don't think that they're just targeting BYU, but I do think the NCAA is trying to make a statement with attacking schools with much smaller violations and wildly overlooking serious stuff. I don't really care about the quote-unquote bad things he did. To me, as far as a moral scale goes, that's nothing. Nick Emery gets a used Jetta and goes to Harry Potter World, and Yoli Childs doesn't cross a T and dot an I. He has to sit out nine games. Two years of records are removed. This is garbage. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are brought to you in part by Master Electrical Services. Master Electrical will light up your day. Give us a call at 801-543-2222. We'll be right on our way. That's 801-543-2222. That was a concert last night, PK. Oh, man, memories were made. (laughs) What memories would those be? I'm not a big Elton John guy, but he's an absolute legend. I understand a lot of folks are way into it. I mean, I didn't decide to go until last week. Um, I hadn't planned on going, 
So I was a casual observer, but uh, you know he's he's a legend. Got me thinking. How many of today's artists can sell out an arena fifty years from now? Depending on how old they are, forty years from now, thirty years from now. Because he's been playing for fifty years. It's amazing. And at the end of the month, Bob Seeger's coming in, and he's been playing, playing for, 50 for 50 years. In fact, this morning they just announced four more dates to his never-ending final tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave away tickets to Kiss's last tour. I'm not sure I believe that, but I said it anyway. If you can and it's fun, why not? So go out on tour, add a few more shows. And scale back the tours. They don't have to be grueling. Play one or two dates a week or every other week or whatever. So who today can sell out 15, 18, 20,000 seats in 2050? 855-340-ZONE. Grab your phone. Use the open mic. Use our app. Send us your take. This has been a summer of classic rock for me. I saw McCartney, The Stones, and now Elton John. Next week, a week from today, I get back into the more current, my favorite band, Old Dominion, is coming to the State Fair. And I'm very much with Michael Ray, who is a up-and-coming country artist himself, and I've, I've actually seen him perform before. Uh, and Old Dominion I've probably seen close to 10 times, and I'm seeing him twice this year once here and once down in Vegas before the calendar year ends. So they are, they're my current group, and I'm very much looking forward to that, more than I was last night, but you know, it's just my interest is more aligned there. But I'm thinking, who could be 50 years from now, 40 years from now? I would assume that there's a lot of them that can. I think okay. anybody, if you Ooh. look at anybody who's got several albums, well, Old Dominion probably could. Taylor Swift will be selling out arenas years from now. Because I think, Absolutely. That, I think the key thing is if you have enough hits and, well, and to your point, you know, the age and you're alive, I guess it's obvious qualifier there. Um, but you remind the audience of a certain stage in their life. I mean, you get 50 years out, it's going to be their youth when it's that many years. The and, obvious one was and people, Taylor Swift for me. And people will, uh, will flock to that. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it in 2050. Okay. She better be able to pack in eighteen to 20,000. I think okay. she'll be able to. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Because she might just be under the bleachers. Okay, good point. Well played. Or she could be living in a big old city and just not want to get out. And now that she's come out as a Democrat, I think that's going to take a real big hit on her popularity. That still gives her several million people to draw from. Tens of millions. No, because those people, they're... They're all going to die? No, they're, they're down at the border protesting. They'll be at her concerts. No, they won't. Okay. <laughs> all right. Get argue about who's going to be at a Taylor Swift concert in 40 years. In 2050? I, I promise you, they won't be there. She will not be able to do it. So I reject Taylor Swift. Not happening. Okay. Maroon 5's got a ton of hits. They'll, they'll, they'll tour list. into their 70s assuming they have the health. They'll, they'll just be like Bob Seger out there cranking it out. Maroon 5, are they an up-and-coming band? 
Uh, they're pretty established. Yeah, right. they're pretty established. Adam Levine. Now he's married to April Levine? I don't believe that is correct. That Canadian? What's her name? Avril Levine. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I just you sang. you've sung her hits on the air. You know you have. You know you're you know who you're talking about. How about any of these rappers? You looking like a fool to me. Tell me why you have to go make things so complicated. We all make mistakes in our youth. <laughs> How about these rappers? There bound to be some rappers out there cashing in. Lil Nas X, come on, he's gonna keep doing Country Road just into perpetuity. He might be able to do it, but the, the, you have to come clean with your name at that point. Lil Nas X. Now he's only twenty years old, I think. So he's I a mean, youngster, yeah. I mean, he's certainly got he's got plenty of time. Post Malone. Post Malone. Now, Post Malone be doing it? He's got a home here in Utah. Just uh, right at the mouth of the canyon. Yep. Many people that's down the street from me have said they've seen him. Do you like Post Malone, Sniggy? No, I don't. <laughs> do you know who Post Malone is? I do, is? yeah. Okay. He's got, he hits right. on the radio. What's he saying on the radio? I can't remember, but I turn the button every time it comes on. Every time? <laughs> no, nah, probably not every time. He's got some good ones, I yeah, think. I yeah, I think that song, was it Circle or Circles? Is it is an S on this? Is it just circle or circles? I believe it's circles. Yeah. That's a decent tune. I can live with that. I don't mind that. Will Macklemore be out on the road in 40 years? Is he out now? Yes, he is. He's been Where is Europe. he? He's been in Europe all summer. All summer? You're tracking just, Macklemore. Just I'm backpacking through Europe? Yeah. I've seen him a couple of times. How old is Macklemore? He's in his uh, upper 20s at this point. I was going to say 31. Okay. But I could be wrong. You could do another 40 years. Will he, though? Will there be a, a demand? Will it be popular? Can you, not just performing, but you have to go into arena and get eighteen to 20000 Now, I realize that you can do the county fair with a few hundred people. That's not what I'm talking about. Can you, you don't want to be playing the Sandy Amphitheater with 3,000 people oh, crammed in there. That, nothing wrong with that. But that's not your bar that you're setting right now. You want right 18. Right now. You want 18, you want NBA and NHL arenas. So Mecklemore's actually older than I thought, 36. Oh. Ben Haggerty's his actual name. Proud Irish heritage. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought he was older than that, than late 20s. How many years has Snoop Dogg got left? About 30? Because he's got to be late. He's I don't know if he's Snoop's 50. He's late 40s, though. Calvin? Calvin brought us. I'd say he's 51. 47. Oh, okay. Is, is he going to be doing it when he's 72 years old, like Elton John? Seeger, I think, is like 73. I can see Stoop doing it. All the Stones are in their 70s. Yeah, but are you going to go? Because you got to understand here. I get what you're there, saying. There's a ton of profanity in the lyrics and words that if somebody else depending on what you look like if you say it oh my gosh but if somebody else says it no problem so what are you gonna do see you get going to the show like I went with Jake Scott and his parents so when you grow up 
And then when you have to be responsible for another child, do your philosophies change at all? And so are you going to be in your 60s bringing your children or grandchildren to all this profanity that is just prevalent in all these lyrics? It's a fair point. See, it's not... Are they able, are they alive, and are they going to be able to sing or rap or whatever? That's not the issue. The issue is, are you going to go and take your kids? You guys didn't even think about that, but that's what I was getting at. So will they be able to draw a crowd? Because then you're responsible. And do you want your grandkid who's sitting two chairs away from you to be hearing that? I mean, last night, I remember when Rock was young, and the crowd is going, la, 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 la. I mean, it's, it's, it's like getting a little sugary, right? There's nothing close to anything offensive in that, or you would even cringe even the slightest degree when we're going, la, 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 la. I mean, it felt like I was 14 again. 855-340-ZONE. Jim, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, Jim. How the heck are you? Well, I'm doing dandy. Hey, how about a little bit of Blake Shelton 30 years from now? This is God's country. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, Jim, we're fixing to be going to that one. As long as you got Gwen Stefani still with him, I'm there. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. Grab your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic. Send us your take. Who would you see? Woo-hoo! You know I've been a real bad girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you go see 30, 40, 50 years from now? Who's got staying power? Because you're likely going to go with others. I had a person get in the car the other day driving their daughters and they were on a you know like an hour long drive and they wanted to listen to their music and they told this person you're gonna need to and it wasn't on the radio it was uh whatever form they displayed spotify on their phone or whatever whatever it was yeah. yeah and they told the person who was driving just don't get all freaked out on all the f words right well Wait till they have kids. Well, maybe they'll go to the concert. They just won't take their kids. I get your doubts. So you're going to listen your, to that music at home. I get your doubts. With little Hannah and whomever walking through the living room. So I get your doubts, but do you think that 40 or 50 years ago, the generation that disdained rock and roll thought any of these people would be alive and still selling out arenas now? The whole don't trust anyone over 30 generation was going to be flocking to see people over 60 and over 70. I mean, I can't answer that. I, I don't know. I, 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 never contempl- I never contemplated it, actually. So I, I don't know. I get your point, but me personally, I mean, my group growing up was the Eagles. I think I've said that a million times. Yeah. And as I think about their music then and their music now... I didn't ever contemplate would these guys be doing it at their age, but now that it's here, and one of them is actually even deceased, obviously, I'm thinking, well, why not? What 
what would be objectionable in any form, not just lyrically or music-wise, what would be objectionable to them not doing it? I can't come up with any. I just remember sitting at then Rice Stadium to watch the Stones when they came to town, and I had a college friend, uh, my wife and I were there with a friend who flew in from Santa Barbara, and we were laughing like, I mean, these guys were out on tour, and they're like in their, what were they at that point, 50 maybe, 50-ish? How, how long it was ago. Yeah, it was, I think it was like 94. You do the math. But whatever, 40s or 50s or whatever. Can you believe they're still out doing this? I can't believe we're paying this to see them, but it's going to be great. So we did it anyway. And we were amazed then. And now, you know, you yeah, get I wasn't 10, amazed, 20. Though. Uh, we, <laughs> I, I never contemplated it. If you do what you do, Greg Popovich is in his 70s and he's still coaching. Right. I mean, Jerry Sloan and, and Lavelle Edwards approached that and they stepped aside when they stepped aside, but they were both what you would consider elderly in the coaching profession but if you got your health and your passion why not i, I mean it, it never dawned on me that that this was the herm edwards deal well he's 64 so <laughs> what difference does that make the, the the difference is are you healthy do you have the energy do you have the passion do you have the knowledge can you hire great recruiters like herm has done and get out of their way so the age thing never really set with me now it never really dawned on me that oh you can't do this there's a certain age where where somehow there's unwritten rules that forbid you from doing it tom brady at 42 i don't look at tom brady as a 42 year old man i don't marvel when i see tom brady play i do not marvel at his age i marvel at his ability all right we got open mics coming in just grab your phone get our app Use the open mic feature, and like Alex, you can share your thoughts. Alex? See, Weezer doing a reunion tour in 30 years, Rivers Cuomo, just rocking out on stage. Say it in so, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the man after your own heart right there. Yeah, I don't know about these reunion tours, because that would be that you somehow stepped away. Or disbanded. Yeah, they get on each other's nerves after a while. And then they realize, ah, let it go. This is the best thing to do with my time. I can make money doing this. It's fun. Yeah, but the Stones have never had a reunion tour. No. No, but the Eagles, they didn't always love each other. They need a little little, uh, separate time, time away. 14 years. Step away. Sure. And some do. And obviously an individual doesn't have a reunion tour. Eight five five three four zero zone. Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James. Lance has used the open mic to send us his take. Lance, what have you got? Gentlemen, I really hope this happens, and it's going to be Def Leppard rocking it still thirty years from now, selling out Vivint and Usana. Def Leppard. Now I'm not a Def Leppard guy. Thirty years from now, I don't know about that. They'd be in their 80s, wouldn't they? How old is Def Leppard? I don't pay attention to him, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. I don't know. I can look it up, but I don't know. I don't know any of their names. I don't, I, I just I'm don't. not a Def Leppard guy either, but it seems like they've already been out there for 30 years. Seems like they were big in the late 80s, early 90s. If I'm going to go back that far, it's strictly going to be Three Dog Night. 
<laughs> Three dog night. That's even further back. They're on. anywhere from their upper 50s to the mid 60s. Really? So they're out there. The 30 years seems unlikely. Yeah. Out there in their <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Uh, to me, age isn't really the issue. Okay, but 90 does seem it's like. It's health. Absolutely. And if you have your health and your passion and your interest, then your age doesn't matter. North Carolina hired Mac Brown at 67. What is his, I know what his age is, but what is his health? What's his passion? Those types of things. Those, to me, that's far more important than anybody's age. And somebody at 55 may not have health, and somebody at 75 may have great health. Uh, there's obviously yes. people who made great music who died in their 20s who are not out touring. I mean, Jim Morrison and the Doors would probably be selling out arenas right now if he hadn't died at 27. Yeah, but it was not bad health. It was no. all self-induced. Yeah. To the phones and Ryan. Ryan, good morning. Good morning. Morning, Ryan. So, uh, Miley Cyrus will not be playing, but Hannah Montana will be coming back. We'll all be doing the boom de clap to clap <laughs> And uh, she's going to leave the wrecking ball at home that day. Well, I'm okay with the wrecking ball, but at 55, I don't want her nude. Yeah, and I don't want my grandkids seeing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm with you, PK. She'll put totally on some. You. She'll probably put on some flesh-colored costume. I can actually see her doing two shows in one. Like the first hour is all the Disney stuff from when she was, you know, twelve or fourteen or whatever. And then there's intermission. There's costume changes, and then there's another hour, hour and a half of uh, hits. Now, Miley, Amen, brother. All right, thanks. Miley had a show called Miley and Mandy, and Mandy is my second cousin. How often do you see Mandy? Very rarely. We, I don't communicate with her, uh, but her father and I, growing up in New Jersey, lived right next door. My mother and his mother were sisters. So Mandy's grandmother is my godmother, actually. Tradition in the Catholic Church is my godmother grew up right next door and so my cousin gordon is her father is mandy's father you follow me yeah and barely it's not that family tree he started a helicopter school teaching people how to uh, fly helicopters and he got a contract with utah valley university and so you've told us about him before. I remember this part of the tale. Yes. So he co- he doesn't do it anymore because he owns a company. Well, he's it's expanded and whatnot. And he would come up here and spend two or three days down in the Provo uh, Marriott and teach helicopter flying. And uh, so he was listening one day, and he said, "Man." I know that voice. <laughs> so he goes back and he tells his mother, my aunt, hey, I can't believe this. I'm listening to sports radio and there's 
And they always, uh, everybody called me Patrick. It sounded just like Patrick. And my aunt, <laughs> typical Italian Jersey style, you dumb bleep, that is him. See? <laughs> and they had a Christmas party, and they had it down in Phoenix, because he, li- he lives in Calabasas now, but at the time they were living in Phoenix. My aunt still lives down there. She's 90, drives, does her own thing, and blah, blah, blah. You got but a lot of longevity. In my sisters family. see her at the casino all the time. She get, drives herself. You got some serious longevity. My one uncle, Sonny, just celebrated his 98th birthday back in Jersey at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> and my sister was back there, went to the party. So you plan on living another 30, 40, or 50 years. What do you think for you? Or do you want to set the over-under? Well, that's like, There's a lot of golf in your future, dude. There's a lot of concerts in your future. You got a lot of relatives. God willing. God yeah. willing, son. It's funny you say that because I got a tweet yesterday and you know i tend to point out the negative tweets that i get and i get a fair amount of those obviously but connor harris tweeted at me i think the day at pk kinahan retires is the day i stop listening to the zone there it is well speaking of longevity connor i got 30 years at least of pk on 1280 and 97.5 i don't know if you're going to be around if uh, you are... I'll probably keel over. Great. If not... <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. You roll on. Yeah, I mean, you got to move on. You do, actually. That's actually solid advice right there. Raleigh wrote without Wells. Yep. So, you know, you got to do your thing. So, yeah, I tend to be around. But they had a Christmas party down in Arizona, and my aunt was running around, and a lot of people were from Utah there, and she was she was taking attendance of the people who were from Utah, and then she would ask them... If she, if they had heard of me, <laughs> and then she would say, "You know, I'm his godmother. I'm his aunt. <laughs> He's my sister's son." <laughs> that is awesome. How many people were from Utah there? There was a bunch because the the flying school had really taken off, right? And and I think it's still going today. This company has expanded and whatnot, but uh, yeah, it was it was a big deal. And a lot of people knew of him who were learning how to fly helicopters because, and he had taken me up in the helicopter a few times. I'd been up because uh, obviously he I find them fascinating, but a little nerve wracking. Yeah, I didn't think much of it. Yeah, uh, being in newsrooms, there've you know there've been a few helicopter crashes. Yeah, but you live your life in fear like that. Yeah, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> one time, one time up above Lake Mountain in a fire at Lake Mountain when we were Where's flying Lake around. Mountain? Lake Mountain is yeah. the big mountain across Utah Lake from BYU. Okay. And they they were trying to get a shot back to the station, and they thought the problem was something was blocking the relay into wherever the, there was some relay tower. So they kept having us go up. And I'm like, this can't be what the problem is. There's got to be another problem. We're up above Literally everything. We can almost see Channel Two from where we are. I, I was I was fine when we were you know flying around at six thousand feet, you know fifteen hundred feet above the ground. But man, we got up above Lake Mountain. That was a little disorienting. You were disoriented <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I was pretty happy when we go up another thousand feet. No, don't go up another thousand feet. That's enough of that. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we got a little Ute and Cougar. Uh, you, we did discuss some stuff late in yesterday's show that the 7 o'clock listener did not get to ponder. We will get to that coming up. And we've got Josh Ward, radio host from Knoxville, Tennessee, host of the Locked on Vols podcast. He's going to join us coming up at 8.05 to talk about BYU and Tennessee. Stay with us. 
Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Back to school, time to get back to clean. Schedule your post-summer carpet cleaning with Zero Res today. Just $33 per room, pre-treated, cleaned, and Zero Resified. Easy online scheduling. Search Zero Res Carpet Cleaner and call 801-288-9376. All right, PK, we had a poll question up yesterday. The Utes, the highest-ranked team in the Pac-12. How long will it last 500 votes, 51, 504 votes, 51% of the people say all season long. Yeah, there's a real possibility that that can happen for sure. 20% believe that Utah will be there until they lose to Washington in November. Yeah, see, the problem with that, though, if this is the most special season and it's all these high plans and this and that, you've got to beat Washington because Washington's owned you. You know, you're right now, and maybe it might continue. We'll have to see. I can't say for sure. But right now, you're not competing with UC Los Angeles or the two Arizonas or Colorado. You've surpassed all of them. Now you're competing with Washington. And right now, Washington is the only top dog. Oregon, they were. Can they continue? Remains to be seen. SC, they were and have been. But they are not right now. Will they be? Probably at some point. But, you know, look at Tennessee. You go back Tennessee from in the 90s, late, mid to late 90s, when Philip Fulmer was going on there. I mean, they, I think in a four-year span, a four year span, they won like 45 games. Yeah, that's about right. And, you know, they've won they six had, national titles. They had Peyton Manning, and then they won the title after him. T. Martin was the yep. quarterback who's now coaching there, coached at SC. And so... You look at them at that time, and nobody would anticipate a just a slide that has been going on for pretty much 10 years. They had a couple of decent seasons under Butch Jones, but the ba- Tennessee standards, they didn't. They were, they were back-to-back 9-4. and four. Yeah. And so that's okay. That's good. I mean, to, to the Arizonas and to Colorado and to, to most of the schools in the Pac-12, you know, you're going to take a 9-4 and four because you know, historically for many, many years, maybe with the exception of Colorado, you haven't been that much better consistently. You've had a time or two, but not consistently. And so I can't say, oh, SC, man, they are, they're, they're on the rebound for sure. I, I'm Probably, but I don't know that. But Utah right now is in the spot where they need, not only need to win this year, but they need to win the momentum of what they hope this year can be and seize it and capture it because other teams that they are directly competing against have not been able to do that. They just have they've had their moments. You know, you go back to before long before it was uh, Colorado and Utah in the conference. The Desert Swarm, they were 12 and 1. They didn't get to the Rose Bowl. But they were 12 and 1. Well, they never really capitalized on it. The Devils went to the Rose Bowl in 96 
undefeated for almost the entire season except for literally the last minute and a half. And that was awesome, but they didn't really – there was no sustaining power. Did either of those coaches have coaching trees? Guys who had similar philosophies, guys who had similar – who understood the recruiting patterns? I mean, Hawaii back in the day, Arizona was pulling a lot of players out of there, weren't they? Dick Tomey had coached out there, had ties. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't take a genius to figure that out. All you got to do is look at the guy who was successful and how did he become successful? I don't I don't know that that's some secret. I mean there's a million reasons. I don't know that you can point to one or two reasons as to why there's no sustaining power. But the Utes have the opportunity now to seize the moment that goes beyond this year. It's great to do it this year, but if you go 3 and 8 next year, 4 and 8 you, know, you bask in 2000, what are we, in 19? Yep. Uh, and that's nice, but that's not really what it's about. In the moment, for the, certainly for the seniors on the team it is, and we are about this moment, but you know, the, the athletic department and the fan base, they want sustaining power. Well, are the youths you, capable of doing that? You just look how, far, how fast a great season fades over the, uh, fades over the horizon. Uh, Sugar Bowl 2008, Fiesta 2004 for BYU, Cotton Bowl, and 1984, the undefeated team. Those are all big years, but then they're gone and you want the next big year. Yeah, I think in the Mountain West, the Utes had an ability to, to sustain it. You're not going to get it every year, but it's to be in the hunt most years. And I think in, in that, in, as they were leaving the conference, the Utes got it done. Now can they do it in this conference? Because what happened in 08 and 04 and oh whatever, it's a brand new world starting in 2011, and that's where everything is compared to. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're talking BYU and Tennessee with Josh Ward, two teams that lost their opener. Who's going to bounce back and who is going to be wearing that 0-2 record on Monday morning? We'll talk with Josh Ward, radio host for WNML in Knoxville, Tennessee, host of the Locked on Vols podcast. That's next.